I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Brace yourselves for a noble horror because the call of Cthulhu Mystery Program has returned. Yes. Nerdy Show's beloved RPG audio drama of black comedy and Lovecraftian horror is back with an all-new series, a chilling tale called The Terrible Secret of Lot X. Head to CthulhuMystery.com or find the Call of Cthulhu Mystery program wherever you procure fine podcasts. Succumb to the maddening call of Cthulhu. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. It contains content that may not be suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. All Nerdy Show podcasts are made possible by the generous support of listeners like you. Discover the many ways you can join in at nerdyshow.com. Uh, all right, uh... Oh, we got, hey. we got the full crew here today. Hey, it's us. Yep, we got. We're here. Well, except for Doug. Doug's not here. Doug is uh, in the Maldives, I think. <laughs> I heard that Doug was boring to the center of the earth. I didn't hear that yet. I've never heard of somebody being that boring. <laughs> All right, so we're on the 34th design episode, and I think we might have it in us to round out step five. Today. Let's do it. We got four more paths to complete. And right. fire. They get a fire dick. Done. Next. Fire Dick is the uh, at will. explain Fire Dick to us, though? Um, have you ever had gonorrhea? No. Then I no. can't explain it. Oh, it's like their dick. I didn't know if it was like a spectral dick that would appear. No. Well, if, if, if they don't have a dick, one appears. Okay. Just to yeah. harm them. No, no, definitely. Does it feel like gonorrhea? Uh, yes. But does it do real damage? Yes. Okay. That and it good. spreads. A bane and a buff. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a condition we can throw on our chart? Is it <laughs> uh, I want an STD chart. That'd be magical, great. Magical STDs are fun. That, that's a fun. Oh, that opens thing up a add. whole new. Oh my god! Like, yeah, a whole new path. Wart. You get warts on your genitals, but they talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, let's do this alphabetically. How about that, huh? Let's start off with death. All right. Now we don't have anything for step five uh, that we've talked about before because we had um, the reanimated things happen at even levels. So, for step five, we wanted an at-will and anything else. Okay, so what's a good at-will for death? They've already got a zone that deals just damage. Mm -hmm. They've got contagion, which I think is, it might be a little underpowered because you have to hit on both. Uh I'd like to, I think I'd like to, after having used it, I think I'd like to bump contagion up a little bit. Okay. This is their core at-will. You cast it at a target with malediction on them, and if it hits... You can cast it on another target and put Malediction on that other target if that hits. I think Malediction automatically goes on the second target before the next one gets cast. Deal. And that way, you, you know, you still have to roll to see if both hit, but... Could it be like a burst Malediction or something then? Well, we can't add... 
we can't add malediction to step five because it's the core. So, yeah. so mm-hmm. anything that relies on malediction can't be, yeah, you know, at least not not explicitly malediction. Like a way to spread banes, yeah, to to people. Actually, a helps. burst a, a burst minor bane sounds pretty good. Yeah, that just like an good. opening an opening move of like, yeah. fuck you. Yeah. So what what's a cool like affliction to put on somebody in combat that you would choose to do over contagion or zone of decay because so i think zone of decay swollen ankles <laughs> i like that anything that weakens people too that's good yeah but that's maybe that's a scene ability well if you if you do it at will so it only lasts a turn and you have to start making choices of like mm-hmm. to weaken or deal damage yeah huh i think i like things that last longer than a turn though only because of the way that it can spread them uh-huh. to other creatures as as it goes, you know, and and the way that its dailies rely on other things being on them to trigger things. Um, I like I like the idea of weakening them. Well, you can make it last longer than a turn if you give them that as a scene in step five. You could do a two turn yeah. thing, mm-hmm. you know, easily. Um, we could do just straight up damage that ticks. They actually don't have an ability that does that. All right. You know they don't have they don't have an ongoing damage uh, dealer. The closest thing they have is zone of decay. Which, and you have to be in it yeah. exactly. Yeah. So we could do something that has dam. It's burst deals damage, maybe no initial damage, but does really good damage over time. That would be something very different from burst dot though is good. I would say like if you're doing a dot, do single target. Well, if you think about it like this, it only ticks on their next turn, right? So you do one. And it does uh, a burst, and it lasts for two rounds. They could get it removed before then. Mm-hmm. They could die before it even pops off. You know, th- there's the downsides to damage over time, as in your damage per round, only matter if you get them in early. So when when I say good damage, I don't mean it has to like blow away somebody else's damage. Just the idea that it would be worth doing. It would be worth picking it situationally over other stuff. Mm-hmm. So. If we think of level zero, if you were if you were to get this at level zero, what would it do? And then we can scale it up. Yeah. Um, so I think even just burst one is fine. Or do we want to do burst two, make it big? I say burst two. Burst two. If we're doing a burst, let's go. Like go for it. Okay. Maybe all creatures, so allies could be caught in it. So you want to be careful. <sighs> it is death. Yeah, but then it then it's also like zone of zone of decay works that way. Zone of decay does work that way. But then mm. you ha- we also have to have the conversation of okay, we made this now. Will anyone ever use it? ever mm-hmm. like that is such a downside because yeah, burst be- one burst one is is solid if it but if it was if the whole thing is like if it was a less flimsy path mm-hmm. you could do that because you could run out and just do it that is a that is a risky move for a straight decay well what if we make it not a area effect but up to three targets that works within within the zone within um, burst two or no i yeah i think how about um within 10 and each has to be within five feet of each other. Okay. Or yeah. sorry, five five spaces of each other. Now they all all three have to be within five spaces. Or you could chain it. You could chain it. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So so it's 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 within ten. First target within ten. You could chain it to to three targets. And if what's a good level one dot that ticks? And how long should it tick for? Just indefinitely? Maybe. Maybe until they receive a heal. No, because then it's like bleed. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it should just go. Just hurts them. Until the end of scene, yeah, and it's a, it's a, and we're gonna put in ways to remove magical effects from people because, like, well, Radiance got some. Well, then if it's an at will, then then you're not recasting it, right? In a lot of fights, 
So it's almost like, why make it a fucking at will? Oh, then they're never going to be fucking doing it. Three turns. Three turns is good, and then you could just keep stacking it, and yeah. then you can make it a little, a little more damagey because they might just they might not get the chance to do it again. Right. And it will also incentivize intelligent creatures to not bunch up. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. Well, maybe. So when you said stack it, you mean like keep it up? Because yeah. I, I don't think you can stack no, it. No, yeah, no, that no. would be <laughs> that would be brutal. Oh my god. Uh, okay. Yeah, but I like that. Maybe three three rounds. Right. Last three rounds ticks once per round at the beginning of their first turn and die ten because it doesn't even happen when you cast it. You have to wait for their turn to start. Yeah, that actually that doesn't sound it sounds effective. Mm-hmm. It's That's, something you would is that use. a is that a d ten including? Um, yeah, I think your composure the, adds to the, it. The, no, including the tier. No, so it would go up by this time five tiers. Yeah, which well, which sounds is, like a lot. No, the whole thing is I just want to know. Yeah, let me pull it up real quick. So it would go up to tier 10, because 1d10 is tier 5, 2d8. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, 2d8 plus composure. That's great. Okay, yeah, I like that. I think that's just, that's on brand with death, and then you, you're rotating. The fact that we give you three turns gives you chances to start rotating in other stuff. Like, okay, I'll do that, and I've got Malediction, and like I'll, I'll open up. D- does the dot tick Malediction? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Fuck yeah. That I mean, makes it great. Malediction can only proc once per round on any target. But you definitely get it. Yeah. Well, so you would, what would you open with? I think you'd open with that dot, put Malediction on one target. Then you would put Malediction on another target, Zone of Decay, if you can. And then you would use just use Contagion in between. Yeah. So if you can't use Zone of Decay, you're just doing, you're rotating that in Contagion as yeah. much as you can using your scenes. I like that. Yeah. So what do we, what do we call that? Because that's like, the names that we have for things for death are really cool. We have Pangs of Death, Imperil, Pandemic. What does Pandemic do? Swift action. Once per round, duplicate all Bane effects and the remaining durations from one target to another. That's ridiculous. That was good. That just that just yeah. spread it to a second target. Like Pandemic is a good name for that one, but what you're spreading a disease. Is it a disease? Is it a is it like a soul sickness? You know? How do we want to think of that? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't even I don't think it's a, a disease. I mean the the chaining part feels yeah, diseasy yeah. but the fact that it's just it's over in three turns doesn't it by the way my new rapper name is lil diseasy <laughs> chaining to people i think we could call it outbreak you know or i mean that's obviously disease but you just call it plague yeah <laughs> spirit plague or something Continue. oh yeah 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 spirit plague i like spirit plague what are other words for spirit we can use poltergeist mm. that's not the direction we're going for soul uh, yeah essence i think spirit you want spirit plague as a working title yeah yeah working title all right and what was the um what was the once per scene we were talking about doing oh weakening yeah yeah so it's it's got to be an attack then because you have to land it and it's powerful so maybe 1d6 rounds they deal half damage oof that is great yeah osteoporosis (laughs) i have osteoporosis it should almost be a daily. Like that's really good. I actually, you know what? I'm fine with that. Making that a daily. All right. What do you think? Yeah. One d six rounds. Well, if it's a daily, I think we do two d four. Right. So you minimum two rounds, no matter yeah. what. All right. And so they deal half damage. Fuck, that's a lot though. It's gonna be very useful though. Yeah, I think. I think one d six. I think we go back to one d six because. A guaranteed one round of it is already effective. Yeah, it's really good. And then it do, it's got to deal damage. If yeah. It, if we're making it a daily. 
If we were level zero and scaling it up, a daily. The name of this ability, King Cholera. 2d10? I like 2d10. 2d10, because there are obviously dailies that do more damage, but this one is, that's, the damage is a secondary but welcome bonus. It's not a nothing bonus like a die six would be, you know, on a daily. Okay. (laughs) You do it, and then what, uh, then what was the other one, Plague? Or, Or Epidemic? Spirit Plague. No, you do well. The you do the weekend, and then you do epidemic. Oh, uh, just pandemic. It. pandemic. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that works great. Oh, oh, it would be so good. Zealotry death combo would be great because oh zealotry you spread boons and death you spread banes. You just do both. Um, okay, I like that. Um, we could call it something like soul rot, or uh, I like the idea of rot because it the like weakening aspect of it. Spectral rot or something. It saps your strength. Right, like that's really what yeah. it's doing. So, succubus. <laughs> it attacks your dick, but then you cast fire dick. Man, that guy's fucked up. Yeah, I know. Curse of feeble feebleness. Hmm. Just enfeeble. Kind of just like enfeeble. Yeah. I mean, it's, it. We it's don't. What it we does. don't. Yeah, we don't need to get. Mm-mm. Yeah. Too poetic, right? Yeah. Yeah. It. Inf- I mean, it is what it does. It enfeebles that's what him. It does. All right. It says on the tin. Okay. Well, that's it for <laughs> step five. Death. <laughs> Chugging along command all right this one they just get to make uh playable copies of their entire party as go <laughs> oh, fuck it's a ghost army it's called ghost army done yeah next uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> that is, it's that's called the ridiculous. win button <laughs> yeah how about um i like the idea of having extra people to command but i also think it's what if take the shot could be used for more than a just the standard shot you know if they could use one of their at will abilities and take the shot that's cool but it, then it just permanently replaces take the shot yeah mm-hmm. um well once you get to step five yeah well maybe step five daily is a stance where you can grant any at will ability i like that put that in there okay yeah all right well that's easy mm-hmm. <laughs> well, what would you call it like advanced Ma- advanced tactics masterful or? command yeah something like that master and commander <laughs> weapons free because they're all at will. Yeah, fangs out, weapons out, suns out, guns out. Well, it's, if it's a stance, then the idea is something that something that you've been waiting to do that mm-hmm. you are doing, right? So, um, the idea that it's a, it's a plan that that is about to pop off that you mm-hmm. have practiced with your group. Meticulous preparations. Uh, I like. What that do you call it when thinking. you when you prep for something purple, purposefully and it, and it comes off uh, perfectly? I mean, the A team. <laughs> Hannibal Selector. It all comes together. I was thinking something like five steps ahead or one step ahead, but then it—that's it, not really how you're. Uh, what, what about with like it. a? What about naming it like a chess move? Four-dimensional um, chess. When we play fighting games together, we call it taking it up to twenty percent. Uh, it was like Grandmaster or something. Yeah. I th- I, the problem li- is, I think li- what, literally Google chess moves, and there's going to be you're going to see a thing, and you're like, that's perfect. Yeah. Well, I think the problem is that like what it what it's getting you is full command over people's better abilities because you set them up for this battle in that way right like yeah. you you give you give them a a specific thing i thought it'd be like queen's gambit or something the closest i mean weapons free says it in a way that the other ones doesn't but i don't like it the idea that like oh wep- like now we're pulling out all the stops we plan for this go for broke mm, that seems desperate this this should, yeah. should be yeah looking up plan synonyms scheme yeah 
don't hate scheme. I do. It seems scoundrelly. Yeah. There's arrangement, method, program, project, proposal, strategy, obviously, system, machination, scenario. I don't hate machination. I don't either. Well, it's too long. Oh, pattern. I like that. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Or sequence. Sequence is good, too, because it implies that the order is set by you, right? So (laughs) Attack plan alpha. Attack pattern alpha. I like something like that, honestly. Oh, yeah. Like, this is something you've... We're doing the flying V. Oh, got it. Yeah. We gotta do the flying V. Attack plan alpha. We could say, like, siege siege pattern alpha. I like that. There you go. Okay. Siege pattern alpha. It's daily. It's a stance. It doesn't come with an attack. You're just in a stance until the end of the scene. Maybe, Maybe it makes it so that you cannot take your own attack actions. You can make attacks of opportunity. You can use immediate actions. But you cannot make attack actions against enemies. Them. Yeah, you, you, yeah. How, I don't know how we're going to word that. So I think that, that doesn't plays conflict. well into command. Like, yeah, like, I'm the dude in the back with the flag. So siege pattern alpha. Okay, I like that. And now they're at will. So right now their current at wills are follow my lead, where before or after the attack you're about to make, an ally can disengage two spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really good. There's a lot of really good ways to use that. And then they have. Take the shot, which you know is fantastic. Um, you might have to change siege pattern because we don't want to start taking away at wills from them. Because if they're doing siege pattern alpha, are they only granting attacks? Is that the only thing they're doing? No, they can do immediate actions, and they can do opportunity actions, um, and they can they can do uh, things that allow other allies to hit. Like, well, they can they can do an attack. They they have a. The only other attack action they have is on my mark, which mm-hmm. is another daily, so they have to pick between that and that yeah. one anyway. So I don't really think... I think if they get an at-will attack, they're not going to use it at the same time as Siege Pattern Alpha, obviously. Okay. But they don't really have a lot of at-will attacks. Or they don't really have a lot of attacks on their own anyway. So maybe just giving them something they can choose and be like, oh, this would be good, but I don't want to use Siege Pattern Alpha. Maybe a good choice would be okay. Would be interesting. So the things I'm thinking of would be like demoralizing or things like that but those also fall into champion and scoundrel and that kind of thing yeah like a haka but that would be champion Mm -hmm. maybe the opposite then it bolsters everybody yeah (laughs) they just sing a song and everyone's like hell yeah you strike and give everybody plus one to hit frere jaca (laughs) the picard maneuver yeah you could do that i mean that's Mm -hmm. you do a hit grant a boon that wouldn't be cool like inspiring strike that could be cool inspiring strike where well, again, st- I don't think in- don't think inspiring or bright because that's that feels champion or zealotry. Oh, I like mean, always it, do always do something yet like yeah. Well, okay. Well, maybe not the term inspiring, yeah. mm-hmm. but but the uh, maybe it gives everybody plus one to hit, plus one to dodge until the end of your next turn. Oh, that's great. Sounds perfect. Okay, and uh, it's commandy. Now sp- you wouldn't say inspiring, but what's it called when the leader goes to the front lines? You know, oh, just leading from the front. Yeah, but it needs a name to like a, a strike, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like so, vanguard strike, exemplar. You know, like something like where the idea okay. is you're setting an example. Mm-hmm. General's charge. Um... Oh, spurring strike. I like that. You're spurring your yeah. allies. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Spurring strike. Attack action. Uh, all allies within sight. Right. Plus one to hit. Plus one to dodge until the yeah. end of your next turn. So if you're blinded, sorry, sorry, bro. Yeah, you can't see it. That's the whole point. Spurring strike. I like it. That's easy. Step five. It's good. You would, you would pick that over something else with very good reason. You would pick that over take the shot for very specific reasons. Yes. Like so zealotry could spread it. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Spread the boon. Okay. So that's, well, that's command done. Step five. All right. Up next, fire. Okay. Liam's favorite. Liam's baby. It's not my favorite. Like, no. No command. Citadel. Oh, no, Citadel. Citadel. <laughs> I think Citadel's my favorite. Fire has been your. Uh... That's what I played. Yeah. So at step four, we gave them the focused fire. The idea is that if damaging a uh, if you're damaging a larger enemy mm-hmm. with an with a area attack, it does extra damage as though they were an extra enemy. All right, one extra enemy. Um, we already gave them that. So they need at will and maybe maybe a scene or a daily. Uh, blowtorch. Okay. It is a touch fire attack. Medium damage. Its advantage. It gets. Uh, it bypasses armor equal to intelligence. Uh, I think composure. Because Compo- that's how we use it yes. for stab, yeah, yeah, yeah. stab. So maybe if you have a staff, you'll double up on the armor penetration. No, I thought it would be just an attack you do with your... No, uh, well, yes, but... Oh, but, but if you do it with a staff? Yes. You, Ooh, I like that. You double yeah, up on yeah. the armor penetration. I like that. Mm-hmm. Blowtorch doesn't provoke. No, because it's just... Yeah. You you make a thing too hot. Like, just... Yeah. But you, you can... It, you can't throw it. I almost imagine it's like the lightsaber in uh, attack. Or what was the what was the, the Phantom Menace when Phantom it's going Menace. through the yeah yeah, just, yeah. <sighs> you're just drilling into them with this thing. You say blowtorch. Um, I like the flavor of that. Is there a cooler name we can use for it? Uh, like a, something, anything torch. I think would work. Mm-hmm. Like a torch blade. Torch blade. Like, I like that. Yeah? Okay, torch blade. It's a at will. Let okay. If, if it was level zero, uh-huh. I think it does high single target damage. Yeah. So like a d12 at level zero because you don't want to be in melee at all yeah (laughs) it needs to be over quickly so a d12 at level zero i I don't feel bad about that what would what's the just to make sure it's good what would it be when you actually get it something easy like 60 12 or something (laughs) (laughs) i just like an at will that you would only use if you were fucked Yeah. yeah like if something had gone terribly terribly wrong it's a 2d6 plus a d4 it's not yeah it's fine right yeah okay there we go. Torchblade. All right. That's a great at will single target for fire. Its purpose is armor penetration. It's just so that if a knight gets in your face, usually fire would be double fucked. Yeah. It, or somebody <laughs> somebody with long, like a, a monster with long reach gets up on you and even disengaging won't free you. Yeah. You're, you're, just, just like, you're just like, <laughs> into him. And it won't provoke. Let's see. Uh, and then. I don't know. Per scene, I just think being a bomb, like you're just <laughs> right. Like yeah. you're you're a fire man. You're, and I I don't think you get to you get to exclude allies from from this. I think you just go fucking Nova. Yeah. The best flavor for fire is when it's just you're a hand grenade made flesh. God, if you had fire that would only come up like the next round, mm-hmm. little grenades of fire that would go off. What? Oh shit. What if you could use them in conjunction, right? So, Cluster what if it's bomb. what if it's a what if it's a daily swift action? The next enemy who hits you triggers this thing. Oh, oh yes. Oh, I hate it. Really? <laughs> I hate it because if it if it if it damages allies and you have no control over when it's going off, or That's even what, the fact that you like could get they could swing at you and miss. There's so many things. There's so many. Mm-hmm. There's such a lack of agency in it. I got you. For, it, for it to damage allies. Well, then what about at the end of your next turn? It just goes off. So you get to move? Oh, at the beginning of your next turn, right? So you do it, your turn happens, and if you survive to the next round, boom, like, <laughs> it just goes off huge. So that way it, we can make it better damage yeah. and allies can get away. So you would do, you'd be like, all right, swift action, here we go. It's a stance. At the beginning of my next turn, shit's going to go off. Get away from me. 
I like the idea of telling your yeah. allies, like, fucking run. <laughs> it's going to get nasty. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> would you call it living bomb? Yeah. I want more fire in it. Okay. I want, I want more fire in it. Inferno Nova. Yeah. Well, I don't like Nova only because it doesn't imply it's being triggered. Uh-huh. You know, whereas a bomb has a yeah has a has a trigger. Inferno and then ignition. Um, Maybe something with fuse. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, Short fuse. Something detonation. I like that. There we go. Delayed detonation. Let's say detonating blast. You know, yeah. uh, it sounds it sounds so generic and flimsy. Coronal detonation. I like that. Ooh. That sounds that sounds more fun. Can't end a corona. There's a buffed up version of it. It's just called Living Sun. Yeah. Coronal detonation. I kind of like that. I like that. A lot. I, ju- I just like the idea of you going get yeah. the fuck out of here. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> and we can we can use as a swift action. Well. I think it should be an attack action. You set yourself up to do this. It doesn't provoke, and you're like, get away from me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Coronal detonation. And what is burst two? People, gonna, people got to run. I was going to say bigger. Oh, really? <laughs> well, I think if we, if, we, if we say burst two, hold on. That's huge. All right. Burst two works. Right. That's that's a lot of area. Yeah, that is. Burst three. Burst three would be big. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. I do kind of like burst three, though. All right, let's, let's do, do burst, let's burst do three. Let's okay. Yeah. All right. Burst three. How much damage? If if you were level zero and it doesn't pop off until the start of your next turn and it's dangerous, it's, it could hurt allies. Yeah, it's got to be at least two, like, and it's and it's a, is it daily? Yeah. I think 3d10. That's enormous. Yeah. For an AoE. Because it's it's got to have at least two attacks worth of damage, yeah. multiple targets, yeah, dog. That's good. What does that scale to, though? Real quick, again, sure. I, we need to do this because then if we there's there might be a situation where the, you hear where where you actually get and you're like, ooh, maybe 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 too much. Three d ten plus a die four. Wait, so it starts out at three d ten. Yep, and then it goes to three d ten plus a die four. Yep, I, the scaling is slow. Remember, it's it's so yeah yeah it it. Because because it's not um it's not straight like the idea is it increases by a half yeah every it, yeah. yeah a half or a full and that's the most it'll increase by because when you get to a die four that's an extra that's an extra two and a half average yeah so that right on target right that's that's five steps so yeah three so that sounds fine yeah I think it's fine you're still running yeah oh yeah <laughs> there's there's no doubt about that okay I like it's over and then you're just standing there like. Does it do any damage to you? To you, I don't think so. Okay. No, I, th- I think the fact that it threatens allies is scary enough. Not to mention, if you went full fire, you got shit for health. I mean, that's true. <laughs> yeah. You got nothing. Okay. Yeah. Fire done. Fire's done. One more. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. 
That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Okay, champions next, guys. Last one, and then we're done with step five. Let's do it. All right, so what do they have? A gun. (laughs) (laughs) Ability. Gun. It's called Do You Feel Lucky? All right, so I already already added two things to champion. Um, In our fantasy world, there was only six working bullets. But you did have a gun. <laughs> That's a great artifact. Yeah. Just gun. So I did I did add um, two things to Champion Step 5, only because they're things we talked about before and we just kept pushing them down the ladder. Uh-huh. So one's a feature uh, called Armor of Ferocity, and you add two plus your composure to your armor against attacks from enemies currently affected by your banes. Oh, that's dope. Keep that. All right. So, that's dope as fuck. Which that cha- being challenge, challenged is a yeah, bane, right? That's okay. great. That's a lot of armor. It's against a single target. Dope. What if we just add composure instead of two plus composure? All right. Right, because that, well, yeah, it scales depending on you. Well, do they do they definitely have composure? No. So, all right, let's do two plus composure. Yeah, because that's, that's the only thing. You're like, if you didn't put composure in because it didn't make sense at the beginning of the path, and then you get to, hey, use your composure. That would feel bad. Yeah, agreed. Okay, and then I had a scene as a swift action um, called Magnanimous Defense. Uh, if you have previously dealt damage to an enemy, you can loudly proclaim that you intend to spare it to strengthen your resolve, which means that you gain plus two to composure skill checks and your composure defense until the end of the scene or until that target takes damage. From you? No. So you're saying, we, I will spare you, and then somebody hits it, that, that, bo- that mm. bane goes away. You're like, oh, okay, well, I guess we're not sparing you. <laughs> like, you. The idea that you loudly proclaim you're going to spare somebody, and it makes you tougher against things that affect your composure, that's fun. Yeah. Mm. But I feel like we give them those two, and we give them one more thing. Yeah, gotta be, definitely need one more thing. Uh, let's see. They have, they have two stances already. Mm-hmm. Uh, that are dailies. They got one in four and one in two. They have three at will attacks, but one is specific to two handed weapons. One's specific mm-hmm. to one handed weapons. Um, I think we can give them another at will. That's yeah. what champion does, right? Yeah. So they got a good damage one. What's the other one? So right now they have um, overwhelming strike. They have overwhelming strike and double strike, which are both just straight up highest damage yeah. possible. Is the idea? And they have deadly arc, where they they mm-hmm. hit everybody around them. Maybe hit one person. Uh, disengage to hit another person but then that that kind of flies in the face of challenge right mm-hmm. yeah unless you think they're going to die from that first hit you want to challenge a new target you know yeah but you can't guarantee it no but if that guy's so low you feel like he's going to die anyway you want to start you want to start those challenge ticks on the next target you know okay yeah you can only have one target of your challenge at a time right yeah well we got what is this reaping we already have it reaping is when your attack uh, reduces an enemy to zero hit points. You may move your speed and make a basic attack in it. I guess yeah, that's it. Uh, I do like the idea of moving through people, though. Scoundrel already has something that knocks people flat. Yep. So do we want to do we want to put movement in it? Let's yeah. Let's start talk about the actual mechanic we want to to bolt on. Right. This attack. So do we want it to be movement? Do we want it to be you know a bane? Do we want it to be? I like the idea of a bane because right now the only bane they have is challenge. Yes. And you only get that in core, and the well, and they've got um, bleed effects and yeah. stuff like that. But challenge doesn't; it only makes the enemy. It reduces the enemy's dodge, basically. If in effect, it reduces their dodge and increases the damage done to them by you. It does not incentivize them to go one on one with you. Yeah. 
But then again, is that something Citadel should focus on, not Champion? Probably. Mm-hmm. No. Champion is there to kill the thing. Yeah. Citadel is, is to not be killed. I mean, there are attacks like Thunder Wave and shit like that, but you wouldn't, you don't want that in Champion. No. No, I'm looking for more more gregarious things. What if you could attack two enemies adjacent at the same time? You, you can already do that with yeah, Deadly Ark. Yeah. Oh, Deadly Ark. Okay. I mean, um, I, I I almost like the idea of like secondary challenge. Like you hit a guy, and then there's another guy, and he's like, "I've forgotten about you." Yeah, yeah, but if you if you're part zealotry, you can already do that. Leap, that could be fun. If you could leap over someone onto yes. the next the guy you yeah. challenge. Oh, Vault. oh, like yeah. So what if you can move? It, it's an it's an attack, but it allows you to leap your speed. It allows you to jump your speed, and at the end, you do a basic attack. So you like leap into battle. You're really oh. like. I thought I thought you'd be able to leap and then through that movement at any point be able to make a basic attack. That could be it. that's like a flying attack. Mm-hmm. If you have challenges. Like, that's like an acrobatic. Well I was thinking just the idea of like just if, so that if, you if could if leap. combat if well, the whole combat thing is, starts the whole thing is then like you're the reason why you're leaping is because you're just moving your speed. So it'd be to vault over obstacles. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was I was thinking it wouldn't it wouldn't use your move action. Ooh. Yeah, so so like you're like never oh, mind. Combat that. combat starts <laughs> here. I'm, I'm in the middle of you. I'm like I'm, immediately. I'm, well, the whole thing is you could also leap, make the attack, then back up a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're a Tiktani and you start combat by running by moving your speed, then jumping your speed in the middle of them uh, and doing one basic attack against. Against a target, and then and deadly then, arc. <laughs> yeah, and then you use your tiktani ability to do deadly arc to everybody around you. That would yeah. be sweet. Yep. No, I like it. All right. What, what we call that? Uh, spring attack, leaping attack, pounce. I like pounce. Right. Pounce. Like, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. That's easy. Pounce. So, champions done, guys. That's step five. That's Boom. so cool. I'm real, there. Are a couple in there that I'm like, well, those are good. All right. Yeah. Done. Awesome. Okay. Cool. Then let's um. Some let's make up some artifacts. So pounce isn't at will. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's it's just awesome. it's just a basic. That's atta- awesome. Melee basic. You jump in there. Uh, I think you still provoke. Yes, definitely. Yeah, if you if you like, you still provoke moving through there. But that's okay because you are a crazy asshole. <laughs> You're out of your fucking mind. You could move into an area like somebody could hit you, and um, you could then disengage because somebody else is going to take them out, mm-hmm. and then and then pounce on somebody else to to really start wailing. Cool. I like yeah. that. Yep. Okay, let's do artifacts. Let's let's brainstorm some artifacts here. Right. Um, does anybody have any prepared? I was thinking of a blade mm-hmm. that would stop, or until the beginning of your next turn, stop your target from healing. I like that. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's that's pretty much the open and short of that one. Like that's yeah. <laughs> what's it look like? You know, what's it called? Um, would it be a dagger, a rapier? I think it would be a sword, two-handed okay. sword. So the mortal strike sword, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you, people could cast whatever rays on you they want. You're just mm-hmm. For that turn, you're not getting healed. Yeah, I like that. Um, mortal blade. Yeah. Well, yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. The mortal blade. Mo- mortal blade, yeah. Cool. Or, like blade of mortality, you know? Because mm-hmm. mortal is like, oh, a, a mortal could wield it, but this one grants mortality. You know, like it, I, I, I think it works both ways. It does. It does. I, I I just don't want it to reflect on the wielder rather than the target. Is what I mean. Yeah, but I think mortal mortal blade it is a little punchier. Yeah, I like that mortal blade. Sweet. What's it look like, Max? Um, I think it looks like a gladius, but longer. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. So like a, almost Celtic. 
Yeah, like a leaf sword. And it's uh, still one-handed or two-handed? I was thinking one, but if it's two-handed, you know, it could be a legendary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. those leaf swords were pretty long. Yeah, I like that. Okay, mortal, mortal blade. Done and done. Easy. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What culture do you think it came from? I think this is a pre-R cultures. Mm-hmm. So do you think it's it, like uh, it's pre-Savathian? Yeah. It's pre... Well, possibly pre-Savathian. It could be Savathian. Because it's Savathian that, that changes the art, right? Like of, yeah. what it, of what it looks like. But I'm cool with that. Like Mortal yeah. Blade, it, it looks just something related to the to the sea. Hell it was yeah. made for a very specific creature. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, yeah. oh, this dumb thing just keeps can't, regenerating can't die. Yeah, like, I like that. I got an answer. What? She's like, can't heal. Yeah. How? Can't, nah. just, that's just what it does. Mm. It, it just... Uh, it's got tooth blades, serrated edge. It's got like some blue ringed octopus poison or something. You know? Oh, hell yeah. All right. I said sword, but are we making this into like a harpoon now? <laughs> I kind of like that. Ooh, a it's a spear. Yeah. We could say harpoon, but it's classed it's as a spear. spear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I like that. I like the blue ring octopus poison on it. It's mm. good. The mortal blade, and it's, yeah. a, it's a harpoon. I like it. Okay. Then, um... Who's to kill a white whale? <laughs> unfortunately, the guy who made it got dragged down to the depths, so yep. you gotta find it. Um, that's cool. If we start thinking of, like, specific cultures and what and, and the things that they made, the... The idea of the army of the pillar, right, that we came up with, like the clockwork yeah. army, maybe something, maybe something you could use for that. Like uh, I was thinking, almost like um, a smaller version of one of those things you put on your eye, those giant mechanical things you put on your eyes for an eye mm-hmm. test, or Doctor Strange's uh, Eye of Agamotto. It's a artifact that you have to wind up. It can only be used once a week, and it allows you to look through it for an hour to see. Um, to see back in time, just in the area uh, the area you're in. Uh, okay. And you Hell get to pick, yeah. you get to dial it in. But yeah. you can only use it once a week, so if you pick the wrong time, it's gone. But that could be, something like that could be fun. Um, yeah, that's awesome. You call it like Eye of Unwinding. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, nice I, ring to it, yeah. Eye of Unwinding. There we go. And then uh, McGargle tries to create it, and he just creates a mirror of unwinding. <laughs> it, makes, it makes you look younger. <laughs> okay. All right, that, well, that's that's good for me. What about you, Liam? Got any All right. ideas? Uh, yeah, it's a two and a half inch sphere. Mm-hmm. It's called a wilt, wilting orb. Any plants within three feet of it just start dying if in direct oh. in like in contact. You could put it in a leather pouch, nothing. But as soon as it is in con like mm-hmm. light contact, it just wilt kills things and just plants. Just plants. That's cool. You could use that for. You come up with creative ways to use that. Something's covered in vines. It's also just like that's a weird thing that exists for a reason yeah. that you don't know anymore. Yeah. Probably gardening, <laughs> <laughs> extreme gardening. Oh yeah, just just weeding. You know. Yeah, I like that wilting orb. Okay, that's easy. And what about let's do uh, a potion or a ritual next? Well, All let's right, do, let's do monsters. Well, which one do we want to do next? Wait, I have mm-hmm. I have a ritual and a monster. Okay, let's do let's do your ritual, Liam. All right, uh, I think it should be the the curse of Beth. Fucking Beth. And you need uh, an eye of Rod, a toe of Savathian, a wool of Eshwin, and a tongue of a Brookie. Okay. Do what, you know what this is a reference to? No. It's the it's the curse of Macbeth. Oh, okay. Right on. Only with the sentient creatures that we made. So what does it do? Uh, I just think for it just gives a single target bad luck for two weeks. And bad luck is what taking a negative on all rolls. Uh, in combat, yeah, but also just like for flavor, the DM would be like, mm-hmm. oh, "Okay, yeah, 
his girlfriend dumped him. When like you could just ruin someone's week. I like that. You take a negative, like a negative two on all skill roll, on all roll, all d twenty rolls. Yeah, and then just for flavor, also just generally things are shittier. <laughs> Curse of Beth. Okay, uh, and casting time probably as long as it takes you to. Well, what's okay? So you got to gather the ingredients. Yes, and they're weird. Right. How long does it take to cook? Because you got to put it in a big pot, right? Oh, I'm hours. Yeah, three hours. Three hours sounds good. All right, three hours. Curse of Beth done. All right, uh, I was thinking. So I'm trying to think of things that adventurers would want in the field and try to cast. Um, And I know uh, you did one where people could rest. Yeah. Um, uh, Spaldings. But it was it was for a watch, right? Like it helped them watch. I was thinking, what if? What if you could phase somebody out of time uh-huh. instantly? Just have them have a full rest. It's single person. They they basically it's it's for a full twenty four hours. It takes place in one minute. For them, they can do whatever they want, but they're in like a featureless room, mm-hmm. and they probably take the time to rest. Yeah, and then like in one minute, your healer who just spent his daily is back to full. <laughs> oh. But it's only it's only one person. Right? Okay, um, and it should be hard to cast. Yeah. It feel it's got a high high difficulty. Yeah. Um, but the casting time one minute, but it's yeah. complicated. Um and I think for the regent, the reagent or whatever uh ingredients, I think you need to break a clock. Maybe so you've got like a little a little wind mm-hmm. up watch or whatever, something like that, or or, or a sundial. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. anything that's supposed to represent time. Yeah. You have to smash it and then uh do complicated hand motions. And then say right. the wor- say the words. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what would we call that? That would be um, <clears throat> Goku, Goku's respite. Mm-hmm. You can say a stitch in time. Um, a stitch in time saves as many of people that are in your party. It's <laughs> <laughs> really what it does. Time lock. Mm-hmm. Leap day. I like that. Leap day. That's simple enough, right? Yeah. Leap day. Okay. All right, done. Leap day. You just add a leap day to a person. <laughs> yeah. That's good. And only to one person. Well, Max, uh, what about you have a monster? I have a monster based on a great crested newt. Okay. Seen. You got a picture here? Yeah. Looks dope. Oh, I love that thing already. Yeah. So I was thinking they would be kind of marsh goblins. Okay. So like, I already like those two words together. Yeah. You know, kind of you know, live in marshy areas. They're proto-intelligent. You know, they have a little society, kind of like, what were, God, what were our raccoon monsters? The Pawa. The Pawa, yeah. Yeah. So similar to Pawa, but living in marshy kind of regions mm-hmm. who would come up against some of our races. They're almost like, uh, what are the World of Warcraft things that go? Oh, Murlocs. I love like Murlocs. Murlocs. In Hearthstone, Murloc decks are my favorite things to play. Yeah. Because they're dumb mm-hmm. and cheap, but they work real good. Yeah, so they're kind of like yeah. Murlocs, but they're lizard-like instead of fish. Yeah. So they can do more stuff, live marsh goblins. What are they, like four feet tall? I'd say three and a half would be okay. a pagan. Mm-hmm. Is there any product of their society that's useful for somebody else? Like, are they really good at some kind of art? Or, um... Hmm. I was thinking they would come up against, um... They're good weavers. Oh, that could be cool. Like Jokat area, you know, they would be in amongst, on the edges of more oh, civilized society. The, the PO, or the mm-hmm. 
What are the Harad? The Piro. The Piro. Mm-hmm. They live in the swamp. Yeah, the Piro, yeah. The Piro hang the out. Ca- the Cajun, the Cajun Harad. Mm-hmm. The Piro come up and be like, hmm, got, got some fire newts over there. Got to watch out. What if they're excellent cooks? Oh, oh yes. That could be. They're just amazing, amazing cooks. And they're intelligent enough that you could just kind of use them on things. Well, they just yeah. they have a diner. At like the yeah. edge of civilization, there's just a diner run by them, and you just be like, "Oh, this is weird." And they're like, "Why? No, they're great cooks. It's amazing." Yeah, yeah they'll treat you right. Just don't, mm-hmm. don't, uh, yeah, don't ask for, <laughs> yeah. don't marry one. Don't, uh, <laughs> you know, don't bring any cats. They, yeah. For some reason, they fucking hate cats. Also, you don't pay with diron. Yeah, pay with bones. You got to pay with mm-hmm. baskets. Oh, baskets, or or just um, material to make baskets. Yeah. You gotta pay with or, the, and the, but they think pottery is really cool too. They'd be like, mm. if they're like a cargo cult, yeah, yeah, that could be cool. Yeah, yeah. let's let's do that. So, what's, uh, what's their name? I was thinking the the tiffle, 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 T I F F I L. All right, I like that. Yeah, All the right. tiffle. So they would they could be you know antagonistic, but they don't have to be. Right. They're just they're just kind of dumb, yeah, and they get riled up easily. Fishing, doing their own thing. You you be going along a path, and you'll just see them sitting in the pond, just fishing or something. Mm. Wave, they wave back. Yeah. <laughs> you show up with a cat, they'll attack you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. That's cool. All right, the tiffle. Um, as far as monsters, I didn't have one prepared this week, um, but your idea of the spear got me thinking about. The thing we made the spear to kill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Till we get a Savathian campaign where we're just under. <laughs> we got to do that, man. Under the ocean. Broad and Savathians. Yeah. Because like, there's got to be Savathian technology, like just constant Savathian technology. Because they probably, they kept slaves. They were, you know, like mm-hmm. they were so economically dominant and they were not kind. <laughs> you know, yeah. They kept slaves. So they had to have things to help their slaves work underwater. Yeah. So you probably find tons of that shit. It's probably a ritual for it. Yeah. So probably, I was thinking either an octopus, probably an octopus. Like it's a it's a super intelligent creature that's that um, I think was driven away by the spear. It only has maybe six arms because, yeah. because two could not grow back because of the spear, and um, it lurks under there. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, and it's an ancient foe of the Savathians, but it's not nice either. Like it's not an enemy as is enemy of my enemy is my friend scenario. No, no. it's just. Enemy of everyone. Yeah. There's no mates for it, so it can't mm-hmm. reproduce. What were there mates for it? Is is it a is this the last of a species? That I think used so. To be dominant? Yeah. Like the Kraken's too easy. Mm-hmm. You could say like uh but it, but it has to have its own name. It's not like it is the thing. Yeah. This is like it needs a name. It's like this is Jeff. He's, <laughs> he Jeff fucking sucks. <laughs> Hex. Yeah. yeah. Um It's just called hunger. Just uh words for six. He used to be called eight, now he's six. Mm. Stumps, Stumpy, old <laughs> oh, Stumpy. Yeah, that could be a nickname. Old Stumpy. He's a boogeyman. Yeah, you know. But uh, people don't believe him, and then the Piro yeah. are like, "Now nah, he's down there." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's an octopus the size of a the size of a tank. Yeah, yeah. Oh, does he, he have? The... He casts spells. He can do. All, like, yeah, he's super intelligent. Does yeah. he have the cloaking ability of octopus? Oh yeah. Oh man, absolutely. You think it's just a sand dune? All right. Well, then I'll just call him like uh, Stumps Rilden. Or or, or Ra- yeah. Rasmussen, something like that. Hell yeah, Rasmussen the Wounded. That's good, Rasmussen the Wounded. He's a he's an octopus. 
they call him old Stumpy. Yeah. But they haven't seen him in centuries. Still talk about him. Oh, yeah. So you have to go on a quest to get the Mortal Blade. Yeah, to take him down. Because <laughs> he can ambush you, like, and he's really fucking scary. Yeah. And he regenerates. Yeah. Gen- usually. Yeah, he just couldn't regenerate those in combat. All right. Yeah, I like that. You had a monster. All right. Mine is called a Stilted Drix. Okay. And it's a... I think that's an insult I'm going to use on people from now on. Yeah. It's a, it's a crab creature with real long legs. Mm-hmm. And when they're born, they're about the size of a Weber grill. Oh, oh, shit. Okay. And they get to be as big as a VW bug. I hate this. <laughs> um, but yeah, just but like, a, like it's it. just a crab with, with like, I, I figured they'd be a Weber grill, like four feet tall mm-hmm. and a VW bus, like 10 feet tall. Are they <laughs> fast? Are they poisonous? Do they? No, just, just, just crabs. They're just crabs. I mean, like there, there could be poisonous varieties and non-poisonous mm-hmm. varieties. Like this is this is a, this isn't an individual species. This is like a a class, a, a class of the coconut creature. version would just be insane. Yeah. yeah, it'd be the one from Moana. Yeah, yeah. I like it. it's called a stilted Drix. Stilted Drix. Would they just be the Drix and then a stilted one? Is Was the, the more... tall one? Yeah, yeah, that works. Okay, cool. Hell yeah, I like that. That's. That's easy. All right, guys. That's pretty much it. We've we yeah. feel good about this, man. We're moving fast. Creative so, day. Sober October is working at. Oh yeah, and we're on sober October. That's right. I'm doing hungover October. Yeah. So solidarity. <laughs> Liam's Liam's our uh, support. So thank you everybody for listening. As always, you can find us on Patreon.com/RPGFS where we post everything we make. Uh, we're getting ready to change the format of our rule book to something a little easier to update. Uh, which should be real soon since we just finished step five. Yeah. And there's something for patrons at every tier. We've got the $1 patrons get the cutting room floor, everything we cut out of the episodes. The $2 patrons get our character sheets as we make new ones. And the... And it'll stab you if you ask. The $5 patrons get all the rule books we post as we post them. And the $10 patrons every month get to create one of the custom characters that's going to populate the world of Chapter 2 of Echoes of the Star Crypt, which may be getting a new name. Echoes of the Star Crypt. Find us on Facebook.com slash RPGFS. And you can find us on Instagram at RPG from Scratch, all one word. And as always, we're on Twitter. We are at Homebrew Hombres. So thank you, everybody, for listening. And until next time, stay safe, stand watch, and get a full rest. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.